Parsha Themes is for inspired people like you who are looking for engaging and relevant Parsha and Moedim thoughts. Our weekly discussions focus on uplifting thoughts and actionable ideas that will upgrade your Avodah Hashem and enhance your Shabbos and Yantav table. I'm your host, Rabbi Yosef Tropper, and it's an honor to have you with me here today. Hello, everyone. We're focusing on the Vilna Gaon and Parsha's Key Sabo, and I apologize for my voice. It's just coming back. But when you record a number of podcasts a week, uh, the show must go on, even if you're not, your voice is not performing accordingly. But I hope that the uh, Divrei Torah will at least be inspirational. Beautiful Pasuk. She rejoice in all the good that God has given you and to your family. So the Grub brings down, there's a Gemara in Brachas, it says, famous Gemara, You have to uh, thank Hashem or make a blessing on good, just like um, I'm sorry, yeah, a person has to make a blessing on bad, just like he get, makes a blessing on, on good as well. And this is a very famous Gemara. Uh, a lot of people question, what does it mean? How do we understand it? So the uh, Sefer Beis Avos, he was a, um, a nephew of the Gra. So he says, my uncle, the Gra, he writes in the Sefer, told me the following thing. What does that mean? That if something bad ha- befalls a person, he should say to himself, the Shalom knows that this is for the best, and not only does the Rebbe Shalom know, but let's say it's something that's a minor thing. So it's a minor calamity. He uh, lost $20. So, okay, it's, you know, it's it's something that, oh man, you know, I, I dropped that 20 out of my pocket. It's upsetting. Versus, uh, you know, walking out of the bank and losing $10,000 from his pocket, which is a huge loss for most people. And, of course, there's other examples you could give of what's a small calamity because there's all different types of things that go wrong, sickness, health, or other things. And there's all types of calamities that could go bad. But says the gra, the, the pshat is that that you should recognize that if you have a small ra that befell you, then you should know that that's a small blessing from Hashem. And if you have a big, bad, painful thing that happens to you, then that's a big, huge blessing from Hashem. And that is proportionate, which makes sense because Rebbe Shalom keeps track of everything that happens to us. But that's a pshat, the tova, that is proportionate when there's a small calamity, so it's a small wink and love from Hashem. And when it's a big thing, then that's a big wink, and you sh- and that that's what it, that that's uh, a, a pshat in that uh, in that mimer chazal. To me, it's very inspiring to think about how the Vilnagon looked through life, that everything. He saw was from the Rebbeinu Shalom, and if something small happened to him, he rejoiced, and he said, "This is what this is for the best." And that's that's what we'll be talking is because ultimately, Rebbeinu Shalom is our father, and he loves us very, very much. And anything he does bring upon us is for our own growth and for our own best. Just like a surgeon who performs a difficult surgery, but it's to save the patient's life. And this one comes with a disclaimer: be careful with the story, not to misinterpret what it means, and I'll. Uh, say the caveat before I even say the story. And that is that all contemporary posts can hold that nowadays if a person uh, asks a Shila and needs to take legal action in order to get money that he's owed or for any other reason to protect himself, etc., um, then, of course, there's a way and an appropriate way to do it. What the Grah is talking about is Rishas. So let me explain. So the Pusik says, So one of the curses was, curses someone who hits his friend in private, and everyone agreed that 
That's true. And the Pirkei Elazar Parak Nunbeis says, "Call a Malshin al Chaver of Beseser Ein Lerufua." It's referring to a Malshin. You know, a Malshin, someone that turns over his brother to the to the guy. Now, Tzolchok is exactly what the what the level of Malshin is. For Moshe has chuvas on this. Some of them are printed. Some of them were not printed in his lifetime, even for different reasons. But anyway, um, the Pirkei Elazar says the Pasuk in Tehillim says, "Kofalif Malshinei Beseser Reyo Oso Atzmes." Hashem says, "I hate these people." And that's a shot in the Pasuk, says the Perkei Realizer, our mockery of a Caesar. So, again, what the Pasuk is trying to cut out is that who do you think you are that your job in life is to get your friend in trouble? Worry about yourself. The Rebbe Shalom says, your job is to be the best person you could be. It's not to go around and be petty and to get your friend in trouble. Because remember, there are times that it is appropriate and halakhically allowed for one to get back things that he's owed or other things. But that's with many conditions, two of them being that the Jew is not going to get punished inappropriately and that what you're saying is true um, and, and, and that there's no other way to do it. But anyway, this is not sock. So the story goes that the Grah himself one time was when he was going through Gullis, which he had put himself in, he was tra- traveling with a Jew and they accidentally crashed and rode through a, a guy's garden and they smashed a couple of... Um, rows of his um, of his uh, vegetables and the Balagala went to go uh, grab some material to go fix uh, the wagon and he might have been planning to pay for the damage he did, he might not have been, I don't know but anyway, immediately the people surrounded the wagon, the guy that lived there and beat beat up the grub and then said, alright, now get off my property and the Balagala came and they quickly rode away so the Gra says that I didn't scream out that it wasn't me because then I would have been emulsion. All that would have happened was that they, they would have beat him up. And then, says the Gra, it wouldn't, then no matter what I learned or how great I was, or he said, all all my Torah, I would have been in that in that call. I would have been punished. Oh, so optimist. Hashem says, I hate the people that are emulsion as Chavero. So what the Gra is saying, again, that's the caveat that I'm trying to say. It's not to say that you're not allowed to defend yourself and that you're not allowed to protect yourself, but it's saying that we need to get rid of that mita inside us, a pettiness, where we want to hurt other people just because it bothers us to see them be successful. And this story has a very, very good source for it. Chavetz Chaim brings it down, first of all, in his Ashmatas, the Sefer Shmir Salashin, Paraktes Lachabes, which is a very good source. And it's told over in the name of Rabbi Yeshua, who is the, who is the author of Chosen Yeshua, okay? And he was a Talmud of David Tevel, who was a Talmud, who was also very famous. We know who he was. We have his farm. And he was a Talmud of uh, Rechaim Velazhin, the Talmud Muvak of the Grah. So, pretty good, uh, pretty good source. So, there's a famous Grah, I believe we've spoken about this before, that um, if someone was going to leave the Vilna Gon's presence, and came for a bracha, so he would. So the Gemara says, "Al yiftar adam mechaveru al mikol tvarhalacha." You should say tvarhalacha, which is a Gemara bracha stuff. Amid alf, amid alf. So he would tell them, "Halacha psukahi yachid rab malacha karabim." I believe we've spoken about this before. That the, this is halacha. That uh, the if there's a individual and a majority, the halacha follows the majority. And the Gra had in mind that the letters yud vav hey chaf are one of the shameless of Hashem, that are mitzvahif, and that's a shame of, of protection. But I've mentioned many times that I believe that the depth here, the pshat is, 
that he's telling you the best advice possible. That when you go somewhere, you're a yachid, and make sure you get into a good robin, because the robin will influence you. And a story that's very dear in my family is one that my father has told over many times, that when, after he learned an MTJ under Ramosha and under David Feinstein was his main rebbe, um, he spoke to him about going to learn in Detroit, where he was interested, he had some friends that were there, and David Feinstein said, it's a good yeshiva, with a box, a good tzaddik, you'll learn a lot under him, and my father went there. And before he left, he wanted to get a bracha from Rav David. And Rav David said to him, you go on one condition. You have to make good friends there. If you see that you're chas shalom getting into a bad group, leave immediately because they'll win. They'll have an influence on you. But if you see that they're a good group of people, and stay with them. And I think that my father got into a good group of people. And I think some of those friendships still last and still revolve around Torah. So that's what's going on over here as well. That baruch ha-tavu-echa, baruch ha-tavu-tesecha, the way to leave is... Yachav Rav and Lachav Rav, and make sure you put yourself in a good situation where you're around good people. Parat Chav Ches Pasuk Yud, Ro'ok Ha'am Aretz Kishem Hashem Nikar Lechav Yarbim Menecha, and says the Gra, you know what the job of every Jew is? It's shot in this Pasuk. That every single Jewish person should be such a Yari and Chari that Dvar Hashem, that people that see you, your Yerushamayim and your holiness and your Kedush of should come through, that people will see it, alacha, on you, that your insides, where you fear Hashem, and you love Hashem, and all your spiritual qualities should come out. And that's what it means, that they see it, that they see it, and kishan Hashem nikra alacha, that they see Hashem's name through you. That's the goal of the Pundagon, and something that he certainly accomplished. Um, finally, parakafches, pasak yudbez, yiftach Hashem l'cha es otzoro may God open up his oats of goodness. So that um, the Gemara in Tainus says over a story that where the Lazar went to dust, he was a very, very poor man. And he was even afraid that he was so poor that it was going to cause him not to keep parts of the Torah. So he asked Hashem, please change the mazalos and and bring me under the mazal of Parnassa. So... Um, the Gemara says a very enigmatic thing, and there's a lot of different pshatim about what this means, but Hashem seems to answer him something along the lines of that the life that you lived until now is a lot longer than what you have left. So then, Lazar Rampadah said, it's fine, I don't need it, I could do it. So the Gra explains, what does this mean? The Gra says that Rav Lazar wanted that Hashem should change the mazels that because of the year that he had, only because... I'm so poor, I'm afraid I'm going to go against Hashem. But Hashem said to him that, no, no, no. You already lived most of your life. And you haven't gone against the Torah. And Chazal and Yuma Lama Chesam say that once you lived most of your life and didn't sin, you're not going to sin, so you're fine. So Ben Padal said, okay, in that case, I'm fine. Meaning, I was only worried because I know that, um, you know, sometimes Aeneas pushes a person to do compromise their integrity. But once you're telling me that I've already made it this far, then I, I know I'm good to go. So, so too in life, a person should say to say to himself, you feel down, and you feel like, I can't do this any longer. Say to yourself, look what I've done until now. Look what I've accomplished, and I can keep going on that path. We should be zoka that Hashem should inspire all of us to keep going on that path of goodness and success. Thanks for joining us. For more Torah content, and to make sure you never miss an episode, don't forget to subscribe and visit us at ParshaThemes.com.